So today, we're going to be talking about the house of prayer, how God has made us the house of prayer and why it was so important to Jesus. So welcome. Hi, and welcome to Encountering God with Tom and Sarah. I'm your host, Tom and Sarah. And today, um, just want to let you know that we have some projects going. And if you want to give into this ministry, you're more than welcome to. Uh, you can go to paypal.me forward slash T and Sarah. You can go to Cash App and have the dollar sign Tom and Sarah. Or you can go to Venmo and the at sign Tom dash and Sarah. We have some books we need to get published. We have some trips we need to go on. And we also have a radio station that we're planning on starting. God bless you. If you'd like to contact us in any way, feel free. You go to Tom and Sarah Ministries at gmail.com. Well, God bless you guys. Enjoy today's message. Um, today, I want to talk about the house of prayer. You know, um, and, and I want to read this from Isaiah. Uh, we're going to go to Isaiah 56. Sorry, Isaiah 57. No, I was right. Isaiah 56. And I'm going to read out of the Passion Translation because I love it so much. Um, Isaiah 56, verses 5 through 8. Um, he says that uh, he's talking about the foreigner here who who comes to the Lord. Okay, he's talking about this foreigner. And uh, he says that, uh, remain true to my covenant, I make this promise. So these people who remain true to God's covenant, he makes this promise. Verse 5 of Isaiah 56. I will bestow upon them within my household. I love that. Uh, or uh, another way of translating that is within... Um, yeah, it says, uh, in my house and within my walls. It says his, uh, let's see, in Isaiah 60, he says, salvation shall be your walls and your gates will be praised. We'll get into that in just a minute. Uh, both an honored place and an honored name, even better than the honor that comes from having children. I bestow upon them my everlasting favor and you will never be forgotten. And to the foreigners who join themselves to Yahweh to worship him, those who want to be his servants and love the name of Yahweh, to all who honor the Sabbath and do not disregard it and who remain true to my name, uh, true to my covenant, I make this promise. I will welcome you into my holy mountain and make you joyful in my house of prayer. And I will accept every sacrifice and offering that you place on my altar for my house of worship will be known as a house of prayer for all people. Um, and then he says uh, in verse 8, The Lord God Almighty, who brings home the outcasts of Israel, says, There are many others I will gather, uh, and I will add them to those who are already gathered. Uh, God is calling us uh, to a deeper thing. This is, this is what he's going to do. He's going to bestow upon them within his gates, within his walls, in his house. It's a figure of speech of God's household or his family. It's not a, it's not a literal place, okay? It's not that one place. It's, it's, it, it's, it is his, his family. And, and the Bible says this, and, and I love it when it says that the, that his, um, you know, that, 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 uh, if any man be in, in Christ, he is a new creature. So we are in him. And he says that, don't you know that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit? And he comes and joins himself with you. So we are one and the same. 
And then in Isaiah 60, he says, salvation shall be your wall. So in order to get in to the, to the place uh, of God's house, you have to be born again. You don't have a choice. He says, unless a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. John 3, 3, excuse me. And so <clears throat> there is a, a, a thing that we have to recognize. Salvation is more than just coming and being saved. Okay, it is. It is that. Don't get me wrong. We come before him for salvation. This word for salvation shall be his walls also has to do um, that that you come into his walls. You, you enter his gates with thanksgiving and you go into his courts with praise. Okay, and that, that, that salvation will be your walls. And that's, called, that's talking about deliverance. Deliverance from the enemy. Deliverance from from your past, deliverance from sin, deliverance from sickness. You, you come into that. Once you pass those gates, all of those things are your birthright. And that's what you can have. So he says this, and I, and I love it. <clears throat> he says, I will bestow upon them within my household both an honored place or a monument and an honored name. So he's giving you an honored place a place of honor. He says, in my house are many, uh, many dwelling places. He says that in, uh, in John 16. But let's talk about this within his walls. He says, this becomes a figure of speech for God's household. It's not a literal uh, plaque in the temple. It's not a literal place in the temple. God is saying that grace is greater than our disqualifications. So if you feel disqualified, understand that God's grace goes deeper than your disqualification. God's grace is bigger than your disqualification. So when you realize that, and when you come into that place, you recognize that God is, is saying that my grace is greater. He said, but again, shall we sin that grace may abound? Of course not. Should we disqualify ourselves that grace may abound? Of course not. However, if we do, in John 2, uh, 1, he says, uh, and he says that if, you know, but if we do sin, we have a defense attorney, Jesus Christ, the righteous. So just remember that the blood of Jesus is bigger than anything that you feel is your disqualification. I mean, I have many times in my life, I've tried to, um, I've tried to get God not to love me. He just can't do it. He cannot not love you. It's who he is. The Bible says that God is love. Everybody say God is love and he loves you. That's who he is. It's not what he does, although he does that. It is who he is. Okay? So so understand where we are in all of this stuff. Understand the presence of God in this place in your life and what he's doing for you and in you. Amen. So realize yeah, realize that God is saying to you at this moment at this time, yes, I love you. I care about you, and I want to go deeper with you. And 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 God is God is calling us into that. I haven't even begun with the house of prayer yet. This is really cool. But He says that He'll bestow upon them an honor, uh, both an honored place and an honored name. The place that you're going to be living in is honored, and your name will be honored. Okay. Now I have a lot of people that tell me, well, I'm just going to be humble. And I'm not going to go after this stuff because uh, I want to be humble and I don't want to 
uh, receive glory for myself. Well, you know, if we don't get honored, if we don't uh, get some praise, okay, we, we will have nothing to lay at Jesus' feet. If you have nothing for a crown, we have nothing that we can lay at Jesus' feet. When he says that the elders cast their crowns, we get crowns on earth from doing good. Okay, we don't get to heaven for doing good, but we get crowns and we get gems and jewels for doing good. He says, let men see your good works that they may glorify your Father in heaven. That's a good word right there. And then he says, after that, he says, I'm going to give you something that's even more honored than, than comes from having children. Okay, just before in the previous verse, he says, because I have no children. And, um, and, uh, you know, and, and a lot of people make these excuses. And I want to, let's go back to verse three in this chapter, verse three, and, uh, yeah, verse three in this thing. Um, and he says that the foreigner who joins himself to Yahweh should never say, don't ever say this. Okay. Don't ever say this. You may not be feeling like the, like the best believer right now. You may not be feeling like you're, you're adequate enough to be called a believer. But listen to this. Because I'm a foreigner, Yahweh will exclude me from his people. And the eunuchs should never say, because I can't have children, I'm just a barren tree. Don't ever say that. Don't ever say that. Because of your season in life, it doesn't mean that you're gonna, that, that, that God's gonna disgrace you or that God's gonna turn away. He's not going to do it. God is going to do some incredible things in your life and for your life that you've never had before, and it's about ready to break forth. So don't give up yet. For Yahweh says to such a man, so if you're feeling defeated, if you're feeling like you're distant from God, hear what God says to you. He says to the eunuchs who keep his Sabbaths and choose things that honor me and remain true to my covenant. I make this promise. I will bestow upon you within my house, an honored place and an honored name. Now, I want to talk about this thing to keep his Sabbath, okay? Um, we, we, we have a lot, of, a lot of dealings with this over the days. And, and he's talking about, in the Old Testament, he talks about a day, a, a specific day. Usually, the Sabbath is Friday sunset to Saturday sunset, Okay? But then the Lord comes around, Jesus comes around, and he says, I am the Lord of the Sabbath. Jesus becomes the Sabbath for a person. It's not a day, it's a person. You keep his Sabbath by honoring him, by trusting him, by seeking him, by coming after him, and running after him, and holding on to him. That's a good word right there. Because you're not bound by a day. You are, you are bound. I mean, I get a lot of people. I can't go to church on Sunday because I work. I work at Walmart, you know, or I work at the airport, or I work at the rental car company, and I have to be there. I get that. But it's not a day. It's a person. I will say this, having said that, that one of the things that helped me out in my life was, was taking one day when I didn't do what I normally do. I don't, I don't just take a day that I do what I normally do. I just don't do it. You know? Uh, God, says, uh, God says that, you know, you've got to keep the Sabbath and make it holy. It's one of the Ten Commandments. 
<laughs> Keep your relationship with the Lord and separate yourself unto the Lord. That's a good word right there. Um, that was for somebody. You're not under bondage because of a day, okay? Now, those of us who are at the church all the time, you know, we're looking for a day away from the church. Sometimes you just need to get away. And then he says this, okay? Uh, he, he's talking about you're going to have honor even better than the honor that comes from having children. Back in the Old Testament, they had that thing where, where, where honor was a big deal by having children. You were honored by having children. So Rachel says, give me children or I die. And then Jacob says, oh, you know, oh my God, you know, I, I'm doing my part, man. Okay, I'm not going to go there. Okay, I will bestow upon them my everlasting favor, his everlasting name. And, and, and you have to go into the names of Jesus. And we'll, we've talked about it before, the redemptive names of God and also the, the other names of God, like, like all God Almighty um, and things like that. And he says, uh, and you will never be forgotten. I don't know, maybe some people are feeling today that they just feel forgotten. They feel like God has pushed them aside and that nobody recognizes them uh, or nobody knows them. But understand this, that God doesn't feel that way about you. You're not forgotten. He says, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. And if you feel forgotten, you have to know that there's four living creatures in heaven one with a man, one, one eagle, another one, another couple other animals, a lion. I think the other one is a bear. I don't know, but <clears throat> I don't remember. But it's it's a it's a thing that you have to see that God is in this moment in your place to make you into the person that you're supposed to be. God hasn't forgotten you. Those creatures in heaven, they have eyes on every feather and they're watching out for you. That's a good word right there. And you're seen in heaven. You are seen today in heaven. Wow, this is getting really long and I apologize for that. Maybe we'll, I didn't even get to the house of prayer. But just understand this, that if you honor Jesus in verse six, he says, uh, and, and you love the name of God and all who honor the Sabbath, all who honor Jesus and do not disregard him and who remain true to my covenant, I make this promise. I will welcome you into my holy mountain and make you, a, uh, make you joyful in my house of prayer. He's going to make you joyful in his house of prayer. I didn't even get into this, but, uh, but maybe tomorrow uh, we'll, talk, we'll talk more about it. So anyway, I just wanted to bless you guys today because I know that the presence of God is so important, and we're going to carry on with this. Uh, so I have my book. I want to have it come out. It's called My Journey to Soul Health. And also my other book, which I'm writing right now for, um, uh, for the end of November, I want to have it released around Christmas. It's called, uh, it's called The Secret Place. I'm doing both of those. Uh, I'm just looking for uh, cover art. And, um, you know, free is always good for me. I'm, I'm really good with that uh, for right now. And, um, you know, if you give into the ministry and you put on the little uh, copy there, this is for the book, I will give you a free signed copy. Uh, I will send it to you if you're not in California, if you're not in Reading, I'll send it to you by mail. Um, but just know that God is amazing and he's doing some great things in you. So today is the beginning of a great day that, that, that you're going to start to see things changing in your life. So again, um, God bless you guys. You have a, you have a great day.